0: Justice for Dean Thomas, a podcast to find justice for the characters and things found in the wizarding world, but from our perspective. I'm your host, Kevin G, and I'm here once again with CJ, Shantae, and Natasha. What's going on, guys? Hello.
1: Chilling. How you doing? It's
0: good to see y'all again. <laughs> Natasha, good to see you as well. Good evening. So we we did the intro episode. Everything was great there. Hopefully you had a chance to listen to that. We are going to start jumping into these like books. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start with the books. Um, when we were talking about doing this thing, we wanted to start at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And we wanted to take them, the books, a few chapters at a time, so we could really dig into them and talk about characters and things that need justice and deserve to be looked out for. So, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna do like a uh, little bit of a summary of what happened in the episode or in the um, in the books chapters then we're going to lay out a court case. You know what I'm saying? We're going to find out who deserves justice. Mm -hmm. You know, who deserves justice (laughs) for whatever happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Batman. ah, That's the last person I want to (laughs) be. I'm Batman. (laughs) I have never seen CJ and Batman in the same place. This is a fact. Uh, Well, that is true. I wish I was that rich. <laughs> Same. Wouldn't Same. be Same. here. Wouldn't
2: Would be. Right? <laughs> so you want to come do a podcast? Hell Hell. Yeah. Money. <laughs> <money. I got> <laughs> <money>. <laughs> I'm rich. I got money. I'm rich. I ain't
3: talking making. about this.
0: So let's let's get into it. So we're starting off here. We're, we're in. We're starting with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with chapters one through four. Shante, can you give us a synopsis of these? chapters.
2: I most definitely can. So we
0: start off with chapter
2: one. We know chapter one is all about establishing the world, establishing our context and our background. And here we meet the Dursleys. Unfortunately, they're the first people we meet in this book, surprisingly. And so we know that they're a family. They live on number four Privet Drive. And we follow uh, Vernon Dursley as he goes through his day. And as he's going through his day, he's heading to work he keeps seeing these weird things. For instance, he sees this tabby cat that appears to be reading a map, who we all know is McGonagall, okay? He um, he sees all these people wearing robes and acting weird as he gets to work, but he's very um, oblivious, so he just goes about his day. Um, And as he's going out to lunch later, he starts hearing something about these people, the potters. And we've learned that he's connected to them by marriage. He's married to Petunia, and her sister is a Potter, and they have a son, And but they're estranged. And he's like, it can't be them. I like how that the them. whole time he's like, "Is it uh, like, could be nah, no, a lot of people. Harry's no, it can't a, be him.
1: can't <laughs> be him. Harry a lot of named is a him. Potter. Harry. Uh,
2: a name. Anyone
1: yeah, could be, be Harry. Harry. Anyone could be, be Potter. Can't be him. It could be Harvey. could be Harold. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but as he's going home, he bumps into a wizard. He doesn't know they're a wizard. He just knows a weird person. And this is where we get the first mention of the word muggle. Mm -hmm. The guy's happy. He's like, it's okay. Gives him a hug. Even muggles like you should be happy today. And he's like, what is a muggle? I don't know what that is. So he goes home. Um, He's heard the name Harry Potter. He's not sure if that's his nephew's name. So he asked Petunia, hey, what was her name? And she said, I don't know. His name was like Hawthorne, Harold, or Harry. Which, Harold and Harry are basically the same name, right? I thought so. I was like... Old Harry, same name. Anyways, so now he's suspicious. He's like, Oh no, something's going on with them potters, and I don't like them because they're not normal, and I'm very normal. Um, and he goes to bed, he self soothes and convinces himself, Hey, it's not about our Harry Potter, it's our Harry Potter. Outside, McGonagall's been sitting there all night in her animagus form, and then Dumbledore shows up, and he has his put outer, and he takes all the streetlights out, and we know that put out is also called a illuminator. it shows up again in book seven and he sees mcgonagall knows pretty much knows she's there because he's dumbledore and then we hear why everyone's so happy and we understand that a big scary wizard has just gotten defeated and by a baby and they're dropping him off with his relatives i think the important part here is why he's being dropped off here Where? He could be anywhere else. Yep. And Dumbledore really goes into why he needs to be with these muggles instead of staying in the Wizarding World. He's famous already. Everyone knows his name. Everyone's going to want a piece of him in one way or another. And this is where he's most safe with these very normal, annoying, horrible people. Yeah. And so they drop off Harry on the doorstep with a letter. Um, Hagrid actually brings Harry on Sirius Black's motorcycle, and we all know who Sirius Black is, Drops him off with the letter. Very strong black man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Kevin, he's not. That's just his name. Okay, okay it's okay. <laughs> Potter, he's not a Potter. He just <laughs> not pots because his name's Potter. <laughs> so Hagrid has, one thing I want to point out here, and, and we know this now because we know the books. At this point in time, Peter Pettigrew's still alive. We haven't gotten into how Voldemort found the Potters. And so Hagger was able to borrow uh, Sirius Black's motorcycle, which he'll never be able to give back because we know eventually they're about he's about to have a showdown with Peter Pettigrew, get framed, and sent to jail. So I thought it was just you know, like having that knowledge of knowing this is where we are in the mm. timeline. So they drop off Harry on the porch. They all kind of three-stand s- there a little bit, get the sniffles, and then they leave him. Harry Potter, the boy who lived... Is now stuck with the Dursleys.
0: So it's, I, felt, I always felt like it was interesting that when he is dropped off the bat, like he hit him, mm-hmm. if you will, that I don't know that Dumbledore knows how bad the the Dursleys are. He knows that they are normal. Normal. But I don't know that he knows how m- rigidly normal they try to be.
4: I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I think Dumbledore is a person he who is thorough. And he was very close to Lily and and James, and he knew about their background. And I, I don't think that he dropped hmm. Harry off without
0: knowing. Having them. I mean, knowing
1: yet. what we know about the entirety of the books, he didn't have a choice. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. like. That was the, the magic that was going to save Harry. Yeah, as bad as the Dursleys are, they could have been way worse. He didn't have a choice if he wanted to keep Harry alive. So mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't think he necessarily cared what the Dursleys were. It was about keeping Harry alive and assuming they would do that. I think he
2: knew they would be horrible. And I think that was a way to keep him humble because, like he's pointed out, he's going to, everyone's going to want a piece of him. That could have turned into him being vain and that could have turned into him, you know, falling in with people like the Malfoys. And so being removed kind of gives him the chance of growing up as a humble person. Um, I don't n- I don't know if he understood that he'd be living under a cupboard for his whole life, but I think he understood that he was not going to have an easy life with the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to point out, they live on Privet Drive. Privet is a type of flowering plant that's used to make hedges. So you literally set a boundary to separate yourself from everyone. Mm-hmm. So him living there, he is literally separated from the wizarding world and mm-hmm. everyone else.
0: Smart. Yeah.
4: And he, ought, well, we find out later too that he has... Um, What's the lady? I'm sorry. The lady who cannot do magic. I forget the name or what they call him, but he's, Mrs. A, he's Fig, a, squib. Squib. A, squib. a squib. She's a squib. The squib, yeah. Sat there to watch him as well. So he, it's not like Dumbledore goes off and then never gets any reports back in. He knows
2: over That's the true. years what's That's happening. True.
0: That's how true. It look? You're right. okay. yeah.
2: Speaking of Mrs. Fig, now we're on chapter two, and we get more insight into just how horrible Harry's growing up has been. He lives in a cupboard under the stairs, and it's so gross that he and he's so used to spiders that it doesn't even phase him. He like they're his friends. Um, they treat him horribly. They spoil Dudley, and he's treated as basically trash. He he's not allowed to ask questions. As far as he knows, his parents died in a car crash, mm-hmm. um, and every time anything goes wrong, he's blamed for it. And like Natasha was saying, when they go out and do things, they leave him usually with Mrs. Fig, who is a squib. He doesn't know this, and. And he hates going over there because she has a bajillion cats and she's weird, but she is kind of set up as a guardian to kind of keep an eye on him and make sure he's all right. As we're going there, it's Dudley's birthday, and unfortunately, Mrs. Fig fell over one of her cats and broke her leg, (laughs) and so she is not available to watch Harry. They don't trust him to stay by himself, and so they end up taking him to the zoo with um, with, um, Dudley and his friend Pierce. And while they're there, we discover that Harry is a parcel mouth. He doesn't know this, but this is his first opportunity to be around a snake, a boa constrictor, and he ends up having a conversation. And while he's over there talking to the snake, he gets knocked over by Dudley's friend, and they're like, oh, look, look, the snake its moving. And he gets so angry, he makes the glass disappear and the snake escapes. And so this is our first kind of indicator that Harry is special and he has some magical ability.
0: We also, like, learned that, like, Dudley's got a crew, and they're, like, <laughs> a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Yep. Like, Basically. just all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, his buddy that comes over there, Pierce. Yes. Um, first off, I forgot that he had, like, a buddy that came to the zoo with him. Yeah. But his buddy Pierce, one of his, like, his cronies, one of his, yeah. his just asshole friends. They Isn't chase
2: it? him around and try to beat him up.
0: Pierce yeah. Pierce
2: that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. When they first got there, the snake wasn't doing much. But then when they left, he saw Harry and winked, which is very extraordinary because snakes don't have eyelids. So <laughs> 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 we know how magical Harry is that he was able to let that snake kind of wink. And and so he has a little conversation. The snake leaves and basically says, peace out. Thanks for the help, bro. I'm heading to Brazil. Um, And one thing it kind of gives us an insight into that Harry doesn't understand is He feels so alone, but then he remembers these weird times when sometimes people will say hi to him randomly Mm -hmm. or they're so excited to see him or someone will bow to him in the street and he doesn't know why. And so we kind of start getting an inkling with this incident and those that he's a little bit more special. And that brings us to chapter three. Harry gets a letter usually <laughs> harry doesn't get anything but all of a sudden there's a letter and i want and it's from hogwarts it has the hogwarts seal it has a lion not a griffin it has an eagle not a raven it has the badger and it has the snake and so we all know that this is his invitation to join hogwarts my favorite thing about the letters is how petty they are because <laughs> they don't just say harry potter for a private drive they say harry potter for a drive cupboard under the stairs and then when they get rid of that and they were like oh man how they know we have them undercover so they decide to give him dudley's second bedroom that's right he could have had a room the whole time bedroom (laughs) yeah he could have had a room the whole time but they didn't give it to him because they are that awful so when he gets his next letter then it's harry potter in the smallest bedroom i'm like oh the petty the petty so i (laughs) love that so much um but he gets this letter from from Hogwarts. He doesn't really know what it is, but of course the Dursleys do. And they are. Well, not
0: the Dursleys, Vernon and Petunia. Vernon do. and Petunia. Dudley doesn't mm. know anything. We know Dudley's
2: stupid. V- Vernon and Petunia, <laughs> they know that what this letter is, is his invitation into the magical world that they have that hedge against that they don't want him to be a part well, of.
0: Well, it was interesting because they, he gets the letter and Vernon opens it up um, after Harry was you know, nonchalantly just trying to read it on his own. Uh, Vernon takes it out of his hand after Dudley makes a big to-do about yes. it. Um, because as you as as you know, Dudley is about to go to school and he's about to go to a different school. He's about
2: to go to a nice private school. Harry's yeah. mm-hmm. going to
0: a public school and Petunia's dying, dying his some clothes Some of, of Dudley's old clothes gray. Right. And so, while that's happening, they take the letter out of his hand and that's when Vernon reads it for the first time. Because they didn't know that he was going to be going to school. Mm-hmm. They knew, though, that He's, they shouldn't know that he's in the cupboard mm-hmm. under the right. yeah. They're like they're watching cuz How <laughs> yes. do they know? Wasn't so it also interesting? They, oh go
1: ahead. Well, I'll say that's the thing they do know he's going to go to school because Petunia has been through this with her sister. That's so
2: true. I don't I don't so okay, so yes, that happened. She happens. did. know, cuz and we find out in later chapters cuz she says and then that letter but, came. But but I don't
0: know yeah. that she I don't know that they considered the fact that Harry would also be going to the school. I don't think they were they were counting down for 10 years.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I I think she was. Because they talk about it in the future, that Petunia also wrote a letter to Dumbledore because she didn't get one, mm-hmm. so she, she knows, knows the process.
0: Mm-hmm. So once again, though, going back to to it though, I don't know that these things are top of mind while they're being these shit people. I think to, once well, she sees things. the letters, she knows exactly what, what it the is. letter yeah. is. They
2: but I think she forgot. Oh yeah, this yeah, is the because the seal because
0: yeah. like Vernon's like, what is this? Then mm-hmm. he reads it. Then he's like. Batting down the hatches. Yeah. It's time to <laughs>
4: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They make a statement in chapter four about how they've tried to keep Harry normal. I think they thought if they didn't acknowledge it and they didn't see it it would just go, time, it it would go just away. Just go I don't away. think they were waiting on the letter. And I also want to bring this up too. This letter is the first time that Dursley is punished. Dursley. Dudley. Dudley, yeah. Dudley is held by the scrap of the neck and. Made to go upstairs. He's yeah. made to give up his room, and no matter that he throws a fit and a tantrum and breaks his new toy, he still has to give up his second room. I thought that was very interesting. It took mm-hmm. this for him to finally be told to shut to the fuck up. But, right. yeah.
0: but it's so crazy because it's, it's it is, so, which is why I go back to them not knowing or forgetting because it is so off kilter for everything that happens to them so that Dudley does get in trouble because Vernon does not yes. know what to do here this yeah. is how like whacked out he's like what, what Vernon's is like, going on this letter because well. as you we were talking about he gets the letter yeah. the letter comes to the cupboard they then put him in the room it's now just the, the room, smallest <laughs> bedroom, uh, and
2: so they do all they can to prevent these letters. Vernon does they, everything they he could stop yeah. the. They they board up the mailboxes, they close all the windows, they seal them in, and the letters keep coming, and not only coming, they multiply. Mm-hmm. And even so, Harry has not been able to get his hand on a single one of them. Which what the
4: fuck? <laughs> no, I know.
2: I mean, like come <laughs> on. So this is th- well, our first indication that Harry's not very smart. So when
1: all those letters are coming through the fireplace, and he's like trying to catch one in the air. Go to the ground, my boy. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, like you're, you're stepping not an on an athlete. You're stepping on. Harry's not athletic yeah. Harry. is, is he not though? He's McGonagall's pride. I was about we in last will episode. get there. <laughs> but
2: he, he rides a broom he doesn't have to catch anything. All right. Well,
0: he exactly he he has to catch one, You know what I mean?
2: He, he has Yeah, one, one thing, and thing. he has the whole time to find it. Next. All right. So they keep coming. And frustrating the, the Dursleys, Vernon particularly, so they end up trying to go to a hotel. They find him there. They keep trying to go some places. And then finally, Vernon drives them out to some shack in the middle of the ocean, and he takes with him a shotgun. And this is what perplexed me. Is he going to shoot the letters or shoot Harry? Like, what <laughs> what is the plan here? I don't know that he
0: has a plan, but um, I wanted to say this, is that when they're at the hotel, and then someone comes over and says, uh, "What are y'all? I <laughs> like Mr. H Potter? I got this, this right here, and yeah, room there's like 17 a hundred, in the hotel. <laughs> there's like a hundred more of them <laughs> <laughs> over here. Them, them joints like right over here. Come get them all. Like I don't yeah, want none right. of them. You're clogging up everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're messing up this whole this whole situation yeah. that we got going on. And then that's what Vernon's like. We got to go somewhere, yeah, else. We're we're somewhere else. We're going. We're so going somewhere
2: else. So they end up in the middle of the ocean <laughs> in some shack on a stormy night and." At this point, it is the day before Harry's birthday, Harry's birthday, July 31st, 1980. Um, and, of course, no one's noticed because they're too obsessed with getting away from the letters, and I, I don't know if they would notice anyway because they're kind of jerks to him. And so he's lying on some cold floor in the middle of nowhere counting down to his own birthday. And as the clock strikes midnight, we hear a huge boom of someone knocking on the door. And, of course, who is it? It's Hagrid, and that brings us to Chapter 4, The Keeper of the Keys. Hagrid is there finally on his birthday to not only give him his letter finally, but also a birthday cake because he knows it's Harry's birthday. And so this is when Harry finally gets answers, and this is when we get information about what really happened to James and Lily, even though we as the reader kind of already knew He kind of gives him that information. He lets him know he's a wizard. And he doesn't say, you're a wizard, Harry. He goes, Harry, you're a wizard. So everyone goes, you're a wizard, Harry. No, it's Harry, you're a wizard.
0: So You can see that really bothers him. I'm saying. (laughs) How do you really feel about this? I mean, I'm just
2: saying. Just so y'all know. It's Harry, you're a wizard.
0: I'm probably going to continue to repeat, you're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) So
2: he learns about his lineage. He learns about the fact that he's magical. And as... Hagrid's kind of explaining this to him. Vernon's in the back, like, no, don't you tell him anything. And tr- every so often getting brave enough. And then Hagrid, who is half giant and huge and taking up all the space, kind of turns to him and is like, you don't want this smoke. And so Vernon, like, backs up. You know,
0: Hagrid, Hagrid busts in this place, right? And when he gets there, he is – just talk so matter of fact like, to, to <laughs> Harry. He's like, oh, Harry, blow, blah, blah blah." Harry, duh, Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. You Jerry don't know none of work. this? You don't know like, none of this? How do you mm-hmm. not know anything? How did y'all not tell him none of this? Yeah. And then they were like, leave, maybe, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe, man. <laughs> yeah. like, we don't yeah. <laughs> How, how did you not know. tell us?
1: We promised to stamp it out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. this is when
2: we learned that. Harry knows nothing, and Hagrid is pissed off about it. Like whoa, whoa, know.
1: whoa, whoa. Harry knows some things. He, he has knows decent math. grades. <laughs>
2: he knows math, right? <laughs> he knows math. But, uh, he's as smart like, as Kevin was. No and one most cares about math. We have magic, Harry. Who cares about math? So this is when he's like, no, about this and that. So it falls to Hagrid to tell him everything about his lineage, about how he got his scar, about the fact that Hogwarts is the school that he was meant to go to since the day he was born. Um, and this is when we also find out that his birthday, July thirty first, is the deadline to to reply to get into Hogwarts. So
0: here's the question, right? If he does, if he misses this deadline, right? If, if Hagrid don't <laughs> don't come through, we're gonna have some little. They, they gonna make him special ex- exceptions for Harry Potter. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. They
1: already did when they sent someone to make sure <laughs> to he got go They sent a hundred letters ex- to ex- the whole town. Like if this was some Muggle born. They'd like, be like I guess they don't want to. I guess they don't want to uh, go to public high school. Then right. see ya. Good luck.
0: Can you can you imagine Dumbledore sitting there seeing how the letters are not getting there? He's like, oh, hand on his head, Hagrid, just go give it to him. <laughs> and, and Hagrid
1: was like, "Can can I use some magic?" Please, uh, sir. Fine,
0: yeah. fine. What? Only enough, though. Fine. Only yeah. enough. Only enough.
2: Go get him, though. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hackard, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he mentions that Dumbledore knows he's not getting his letters. So yeah. they know that, like, okay, something's going on there, and they send someone specially for him. So Hagrid finishes telling Harry all about himself and that he is the boy who lived. And then they all go to sleep because it's midnight. Yep.
0: Yep. So those chapters one through four uh Great man job, thank you the, the those a lot of things going on i think it is time to get into our cases cj who do you think needs to get justice in these first four chapters
1: so i know that we're going to be focusing on the marginalized characters the ones that don't get as much time but this time I gotta go with Harry Potter. we starting off with we starting Harry. off with Harry Potter. Uh-huh. And the number one reason why Harry Potter deserves justice here where is CPS? <laughs> 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 they got him living in the cupboard under the stairs, they got spiders on him. He's Dudley and their friend's favorite punching bag, which means people are seeing him get beat up in public by other children. You're sending him in ratty old clothes, clothes that are too big for him. He's obviously not getting enough to he eat. He looks malnourished. He's mal-nourished. Yes. And not only all of that, but there are people that come to the Dursleys' house that witness this behavior, and they still let it happen. Hmm. Harry Potter deserves justice here.
2: Oh, wow. All right. I mean... I don't
4: disagree.
0: <laughs> That's so a fair opening statement. Yes. That's a, a, a very good opening statement. So what evidence do you have to support this?
1: So number one, um, you have him living under the cupboard evidence. under the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So his friends are spiders, I mean. <laughs> his friends are spiders. You have him being very poorly dressed, yep. as I mentioned. Yep. You have him being malnourished, which I mentioned. You have him being Dudley's favorite punching bag. So he's constantly... Being beat up by Dudley and his friends,
0: and uh, I want to know what's going on at the school, right? Exactly. Why, why is why is the school not stepping in when they're seeing him being bullied? I, I well, know it's the nineties. I I got to object. 80s. I got to object
2: here because what is how is the school going to come in and. They're they're his guardians. That's oh, I'm
0: happening. talking about. Uh, I'm with CJ here. I've uh, are <laughs> talking about the things that are happening at the school. The being bullied by Dudley and his
1: friends. Oh, but Shantae, you work in education. You know that these teachers are mandatory. I reporters. thought you were talking about Hogwarts, but in the United States, they are. Well, remember we're in England. They
2: they're kind of weird over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but how like, they do things over how there. How
1: do you not get some kind of behavioral therapist or something when he ends up on the roof running from? Dudley's friends. True. Well,
4: he actually gets in trouble for that because he. And they say he's climbing the building.
1: Who saw him do it? You gotta, you gotta dig into why he's doing it. Like, yeah, he gets in trouble, but there has to be an underlying reason why he's acting out, air but quotes. But you have to look
4: at it, too. This was not the 90s. This was the 80s. So he turns 11 in 19, what, 91? So this so is the, 90s. This is the 80s. 90s. I <laughs> all mean, I kids were feral in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> there was, do you, you know? It's not was, of the 80s. I'm offended. <laughs> hey I am, too. But, like, you know, when you left your house in the morning and rode your bike and came home four hours later, well, your no you line were.
2: In the book, that's profound, right? Like, Dudley is the big guy around. He's the biggest of them all, and none of the other kids are going to challenge that Absolutely so not. it just is let to happen because but this isn't about you there was no bullying about the kids. And this, and this is about the adults this is about JJ. the adults
0: the adults. The, the adults are seeing this happening all around him and no one's saying anything you you know so touching on what CJ's saying you know that there's two kids that live in this home You've Mm -hmm. seen the other kid occasionally. If you're a neighbor, why have you not called? Why haven't you not said something to somebody? Because
1: Dudley is very large, Mm -hmm. rotund. He's well-dressed. He's well-fed. He has all the newest toys. He's like constantly being a menace to the neighborhood. And then you have Harry, who is out of sight, out of mind. Like, If I know my neighbor has two kids and I never see one of them, what's up with that? I have Mm -hmm. questions, especially when I do see the kid and they look like they're not being taken care of, probably going to call someone. I'm not a nosy neighbor, and I generally reside in the fuck them kids category. Damn. <laughs> but that kid doesn't deserve to suffer. But it,
4: also, it, it Petunia dist- and Vernon put out the story that he was incorrigible, that he had behavior yep. issues, that they controlled the narrative. They, they it, controlled yeah. the story
0: about Harry. But if you're watching as this kid has grown up over the years, you know that they had two kids when they were about five, four, five. I mean... They saw him when they were like little, little, little. There's no way that he's in the cupboard from jump. Yes, he is.
2: I I think as a baby maybe he wasn't because they talked about like, like Dudley like pinching and pushing. Yeah. But I think as soon
1: as he was able, they were. Hit. Yeah, like race there. car bed age. He was probably under that yes, cupboard. Yes, he was oh. in that cupboard.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, a year later. Yeah, no, that's some terrible. Okay,
0: that's some terrible,
4: terrible situation, yeah, there. But like
2: three at least, he's in that cupboard. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah.
1: Him and his spiders. Yep. <laughs> They're just hanging his out spider buddies. <laughs> buddies. <laughs> they you they think he'd he do better
2: there. with spiders later in the series with how much he Why did they send him to school at all? Because they had because to. Because that was compulsory. They mm-hmm. had to legally. Yeah. And I they didn't like trust him to be home. They did what they had to legally do for Harry. It they had to clothe him. So they gave him clothes. Whether they were great clothes, whatever. They had to feed him. So they did enough so that he didn't die. They had to send him to school. Other than that, like even when they took him out for Dudley's birthday and they were going to buy ice cream, they weren't going to buy Harry ice cream until someone else said, "Oh, what do you want?" And then, you know, they're all about self-image; they don't want to be looked like the bad people. That's why they gave Harry a bedroom because they're like, someone knows that's where he sleeps. Oh, <laughs> we can't let that get out about it, so they gave him a bedroom. So they did enough to make one that they legally had to, but also to make it seem like they were actually taking
1: care if of If they didn't have to send him to school, Harry would have been on that Cinderella shit. Yep. He would have been cleaning mm-hmm. 24-7, waiting on them hand and foot. Yeah, I yeah. agree with
0: that. Agree. This, is,
1: this, is, this is interesting.
0: Uh, do you guys have any counter as to why Harry does not deserve justice? Not in, in this, this chapter. Situation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this. Harry was mistreated. I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve justice. I'm just going to say that Knowing what we know about who he is, I feel like he was able to get justice for himself, and so that's why he's not the person I'm. I'm going to be
0: seeking justice for today.
2: Okay, all right.
0: Well, well Shante, who are you seeking justice for?
2: I'm seeking justice for Hagrid. Hmm. Hagrid. Hey, I'll I'll explain myself. So. It starts from chapter one with how they underestimate and, like, even McGonagall, and you know I love McGonagall, the way she said, you trusted Haggard with this, like, the the way they look at him, the way they treat him from something that happened when he was a young boy, I mean, they treat him worse than a squib, to be honest, and he isn't a squib, he was expelled from Hogwarts, but so were other people, and they still were able to go on and live their lives, I mean, did Newt Scamander finish Hogwarts? Nah, that mofo left, and yeah, he got three movies. So so the way that they treat Hagrid doesn't make any sense, and they're so rude and mean to him, and he's such a nice guy. But the biggest injustice here was that Dumbledore knew that Harry had no knowledge of, one, the Wizarding World, what happened to his parents, and all that came with it. And he left the job to explain that to him, to Hagrid. If there's no bigger example of cowardice in this whole series, that's it. You sent Hagrid, the one who you guys all underestimate, the one you all like treat like shit, to go and explain this huge thing to this 11-year-old, newly 11-year-old boy and didn't uh, like tar- teaching him about the magical world. Sounds like something professors should do. <laughs> so maybe Dumbledore should have been there. Maybe McGonagall should have been there. And you left it to Hagrid to explain how his parents actually died. You left it to Hagrid to explain there's a whole other world that he has been excluded from, that he is a part of, and I that is completely unfair to him. And he was blown away by it because he was not expecting it. He went there thinking Harry knew everything and had no clue that he would have to explain all those things to him.
0: Uh, uh, Natasha, do you have anything to add? Who was your person? My person was Hagrid well, then go the beginning. Ahead, go ahead, add on there.
4: Uh, my argument's a little different. Um, I felt like Hagrid was a victim of emotional distress. Uh, from the first chapter, when he shows up with Harry, he's obviously um, he's obviously distraught. Oh wait, let me pull the actual words from the text here. Hold on a he's obviously distraught. Um, he is uh, crying. He's upset because he's been sent to Godric's Hollow on his own. Mm-hmm. He's been sent. The house literally is nothing standing. There's no Lily. There's no James. There's no house standing. It's just They're Harry. Their bodies it right their bodies and he they said who knows how dangerous it could have been v- very true so i i felt like from that i felt like dumbledore as usual sent someone to do the dirty work and didn't explain the full extent of it um, that sounds par for the course for dumbledore yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't even give hagrid a way to travel he had to go borrow a motorbike from Sirius black i mean they couldn't give him a port key or mm-hmm. something you're gonna send him there to pick up the baby and then say okay figure out how you're gonna get him back so I felt like that was emotional distress. Mm-hmm. Um, even when he gets to drop Harry off, you know, he's crying. McGonagall's like, shut it up, mm-hmm. suck it in, you know? And he's like, you know, uh, I just, I, we're gonna leave him here. And they don't explain to him why. They don't tell him, you know, why we're doing this. They just have him go do the dirty work, pick up the baby, drop him off, pull yourself together and leave. Um, and then my other part too, when he does come to pick up Harry in chapter in chapter three and four. Um, the other dirty work is, why is he the one in charge of sending Harry's letters? Why is he the one in charge of figuring out where Harry is? He, he mentions, hold on a second, that's why he volunteered for it, but why does Dumbledore let him do it? So he lets him chase them all around the country, to the hotel, to the rock, all those things. And again, Harry ha- uh, Hagrid has to come and talk about people he was close to, he was close to Lily and James, um, and talk about their death with their son. So I just felt like that was just um, disrespectful. Yeah, I felt like that was a lot of emotional distress. I don't think our arguments are Hagrid. different. I think no, they're the same. Yeah, they're um, <laughs> in there. But I I feel like I like she said they are different, then as she started
0: going, she's like, "No, nah, I'm on the same nah. here, baby." Like that's <laughs> the
4: same. But just a different view of it. I didn't think it. I, I just felt like it was not caring about his emotional state, his his mental health at all. It was just Haggard will figure it out. So I have a I
0: have a I have a counter. Okay. A counter? Okay. So. When you're, you're talking about the emotional situation that Hagrid is in, his emotions, he's being treated disrespectfully, if you will, and being put down. I think that Dumbledore trusts Hagrid the most. Yes. I think that he trusts him more than anyone. His job is but to go. does he
2: take care
0: of him? Yes. Yes,
2: he trusts Hagrid because he treats him like a puppy. He, but no. does he
0: take care no, of him? No, no. He sends him to do the biggest job, which is to go pick up this boy. He needs someone to go grab the kid. He sends his trusted advisor in Hagrid. And
2: I think saying advisor is a stretch.
1: Uh, uh, confidant. just uh,
0: a confidant.
2: Confidant, another stretch. He, uh, confid- here's the
1: thing, Dumbledore doesn't confide in anyone.
2: Exactly. This is why you can never use that. And let's be perfectly clear. I mean, you said it yourself. Dumbledore is more morally gray than Snape. Do you really That's think that Dumbledore looks at Hagrid as an equal, as a
0: friend? I think he does.
1: I don't think Dumbledore I has any friends. Uh, uh, I, I think, think people are tools. I think friend and, is and a stretch. Hagrid
2: is his most is favorite
0: tool. Hagrid
2: ah. is used so much. He has been he's been used down. He's almost dull because he's been used so much so by Dumbledore.
0: I, I think that is a mischaracterization character characterization of Dumbledore. I don't think Dumbledore is as cold and callous as you're trying to make him sound.
2: I think he I don't know
4: I think he's a end the ends justify the means guy. I agree with that. And but so he cares he, for people. He looks so
2: far in the future and all the other pieces that he doesn't stop to think about, like Natasha said, the emotional harm he's doing by putting Hagrid in a situation. Yeah, he may trust Hagrid. Yeah, he may think Hagrid can do it, but at, and he, but he knows Harry knows nothing. And he sends Hagrid in thinking that Harry does. But he knows that Hagrid's gonna have to go all over up and down and around the countryside to find Harry and he sends Hagrid, who isn't supposed to be using magic to kind of find. he doesn't take the time to take care of his tools like uh what do they say if you someone's never as as good as their tools or something like he doesn't take the time to care about the people he's using to get I, s- I uh, I z- the means to and we see that all throughout I this year, I,
0: I, I think he sends Hagrid once again because you're right. He's Hagrid's the one that has to go and explain what happened to, Harriet, to Harry's family, right? Mm-hmm. I think that he knew that that was the task that was going to happen, and oh, there was I no one. I know he knew there it. There was no one that he would rather have do it because Hagrid can tell him in a way that Harry would understand mm-hmm. and listen to. He's an imposing force in and of itself, right? That, so but that, that
2: completely disregards the point that. See,
0: CJ,
1: go ahead. And then I also want to add when you talk about how people treat Hagrid in general, you have to remember that Hagrid is half giant, and there is a prejudice in that world against giants. So people are always going to discount Hagrid.
2: I think that just kind of sure.
1: helps our point. But there. I
4: also think, too, bringing that up, at first I thought, well, maybe he sent Hagrid to Godric's Hollow because he could blend in. I was like, wait, no, he's a fucking half giant. Hagrid yeah. doesn't blend in. So why didn't Dumbledore go get Harry? Yeah. Or oh. e- even if he had to, like, magic himself to look another way, why send Hagrid? a person who's not supposed to use magic, a person who doesn't s- have Hands he, out. who was stopped at year 3 from learning magic so he doesn't have a full arsenal, right? So why send him to an extremely dangerous situation? We don't know what's happened. We don't know who's there. Well, we say we
0: don't know, right? I don't know like yeah. everything we're talking about though, with Dumbledore yeah. seems to know. We don't right? know. Yeah.
4: But, we, but
0: we, even McGonagall
2: mentions there are all rumors. Dumbledore has a good idea. Just Dumbledore. like he had a good idea that Voldemort was making horcruxes but until he saw That's the diary advance, there was <laughs> I know okay fine I'll bring it back okay I take that objection Your Honor. I take that <laughs> objection but Sustained. scope of interest. but at the point when he's going like I mentioned before this is very early in the game Peter Pettigrew is still walking around a uh, uh, serious black has not been taken to Azkaban yet this happened that night and he sent Hagrid in there he doesn't know no one's even really sure where Voldemort is or isn't
4: so why and not he go yourself why, Hagrid why in there? Hagrid? And,
2: and even McGonagall says the only person Voldemort's afraid of is Dumbledore and yet Dumbledore didn't go
0: right he sent Hagrid right I think he sent Hagrid because he knew that Hagrid was going to be fine he sent Hagrid to pick up a package that he knew was very important to how get can here?
2: he like how can you know for sure how can he know for sure Dumbledore is a very uh powerful wizard. He mm-hmm. knows a lot, he sees a lot, he can put two and two together. But there is no way he could know for sure if not Voldemort. Maybe he was sure Voldemort wasn't there, but how does he know for sure that none of his followers would have been coming in to finish the job or even to look for Voldemort, right? Cuz no one knew really what happened yet. At that the point they didn't know yet what really
0: happened. The reason I, I I the the reason I take this this opposing stance is because as we you have laid out in your case that the the care of 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 Hagrid has not been taken care of by Dumbledore and he's been treated mistreated by others as C J stated he is a half giant mm-hmm. I think that as you stated Dumbledore uses his tools if you will I use quotes the people as tools he is not going to let this tool fumble one of the biggest things that he needs done is the care of this child harry potter but
2: that is not our point our point isn't that oh he's gonna fail our point is that he did not take care of
0: hagrid yes and that's what i'm getting at is by him sending hagrid hagrid is the person he trusts the most he's the one that he believes in if you will so he does take care of hagrid hagrid's the one chosen for these things not by accident I think they're chosen because of all the tools at his disposal with all the things Dumbledore could do. Hagrid is the one that he wants doing this because he's the one he trusts. So you're saying that he does not taking care of him. I think he is, I mean, even his little use of magic, if you will, he's been expelled. He should not be using magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dumbledore gives a little wink and says it's okay mm-hmm. because it's always going to be okay because that's his guy.
2: It's Hagrid. Yeah. yeah, but again... Dumbledore loving Hagrid, trusting Hagrid, that being his guy, is not Dumbledore taking care of Hagrid. It's not Dumbledore making sure that Hagrid's emotional well-being, making sure that Hagrid has all the information he needs to go into it, to go into a dangerous situation, to go in a situation where he has to tell an 11-year-old boy yeah. that everything he knows about himself is a lie. He does not even send. I him think that's intentional, in though. With and I know it's intentional, and it's wrong. Wow. And that's why what? he deserves justice How?
0: for it. How? How if, if, because with, with Hagrid going in there with fresh eyes, he knows that he could give him the straight truth. Because if he, if he, call, if he, Hagrid
2: knowing that Harry doesn't know anything doesn't mean he won't be able to give him the truth. That means he'd be prepared to give him that truth.
1: Again, the fact Harry that, knows things—he's <laughs> <laughs> good at math.
2: But, <laughs> and, and, but he, and he can read.
1: And he can read.
2: Hagrid had to go in. Like, even talking about Voldemort, he was just like, oh, man, I can't spell. I can't do it. I'm supposed to. Fine, I'll give it to you. Like, he could have prepared himself to be able to tell Harry in a way that would give him the information, be sensitive to the fact that it would be blowing his mind, and he himself would be prepared. Because, like Natasha said, those were his friends. He mm. knew these people. And he has to look their son in the eye and tell him mm-hmm. that your parents were murdered by the man who tried to kill you. Yeah. Can you imagine how and not having any preparation to be able to, to, to know that he's going to have to do that? That is completely callous. And un- he did not take care of Hagrid in that moment. He did not take care of Hagrid when he sent him to go retrieve Harry right after Voldemort vanished where no one really had information. He assumed, and we know Dumbledore is very intelligent and he probably had a lot of information, to know that Voldemort probably wouldn't be there. But who knows who else would have been there, especially on a night when everyone's c- celebrating this. People go and grab souvenirs. People go and check. Maybe his followers we might go. about when, when he was a baby? Right. Yeah. So... And Which is it, why we're suing
4: for emotional distress. And,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> wow! And like, well, you bring all of this up, but realistically, if we're using all of the knowledge that we have from we're all not, of the books, but and we movies, can't. We're only but we using can't. These first four no, but challenges. I'm just looking ahead. In future movies, specifically seven and eight, you see that Snape also goes to Godric's hollow the night of the murders mm-hmm. and he's seen crying with lily's body while harry is there crying in the background mm-hmm. to your point it is a dangerous situation because if snape can just waltz in anyone Anybody can could. because apparently the fidelius charm wiped away once they were dead
2: once the secret was given away once Peter Pettigrew gave the secret away, it was gone. But
1: All only Weren't right, on, knew at that point. We don't know who else Pettigrew told. Objection.
2: These right. These, these we're, we're, we're moving on. on. I'm just on. On. Say, I guess. Yeah. No, but
1: my, my point is, is, to support your point, it is extremely dangerous mm-hmm. because this house that wasn't there is now blown up. Mm-hmm. Of course people are going to have questions. Of course people are going to investigate. So unless Hagrid is one of the first people there to retrieve Harry, there's going to be a lot of questions about why this 12-foot tall man is taking a child away from this disaster area. Which,
2: being the fact that Hagrid doesn't get there till the night, but we see all the celebration during the day while Vernon is going to work, there's no way he could have been. How could he have been the first person?
4: Wait, well, then, wait, no. He well, no, had he him before. He traveled all day to get Harry He, he there. had him the night. He picked him up that night.
1: Yeah, and then he traveled all day to get to the Dursleys. Because remember, mm. he had to fly. He couldn't use a port key. He right. couldn't use the flu network. He couldn't operate. He couldn't operate. But so he had about to travel the how old-fashioned how big
2: line. England is, and he was flying
4: in a flying motorcycle, did it really take him
2: off I days? mean, that flying
1: motorcycle know. is probably only going like 65. And also, <laughs> too, like, we don't
4: know. Like, did he stop? Did he have to, you know, let things die down? He also had to pee, maybe. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, get some food. <laughs> you know. He has, he heat, he like has a baby he has to take care <laughs> yeah, of. And, and, so and that's another thing, though. That, that's, that's you stated that couldn't use a port key.
2: Well, he obviously wasn't, because Snape got there first to cry over Lily with but, Harry but Potter. But you had,
0: you had <laughs> mentioned um, not using a port key. Or any kind of means sure. to get Harry um, Hagrid to oh them sooner. He had to travel in means that were not going to be detected, if you will, mm-hmm. because you're right; they didn't know it was out there. But that's why, once again, Dumbledore, knowing what he knows,
2: but that was that's not my point. My point so, isn't okay. that Dumbledore trusts Hagrid. We know that. My point is Dumbledore does not take care of well, him. That's why I, don't need,
0: I don't think Hagrid needs any justice. I think Hagrid has justice. He has people looking out for him in Dumbledore the entire time. So Harry, who do you think Dumbledore deserves, deserves not justice? Like, I say the him. reason
1: I don't think Hagrid deserves justice is because Hagrid is willing to die for Dumbledore. And yeah. if you're willing to die for Dumbledore, that means you know that it's a shit assignment.
4: People were willing to die for Jim people. Jones and they drank the
0: Kool-Aid. It, it is what it that is, you though. Well, whereas my guy Harry, Harry here, our, our Hagrid client deserves
2: Harry. justice because he was willing to die for Dumbledore because he believed that Dumbledore would always do the right thing and care actually cared about him, which is not true.
4: I wouldn't say Dumbledore, that Dumbledore cared about him. I would say yes. Dumbledore didn't care about him. No. I said in this particular instance though, he didn't send him in prepared. And I and he and he sent him in to this situation and didn't allow him the full range of of preparation and also support at the end. I would never say that Dumbledore didn't care about Hagrid. Cool,
1: but I have two words for you. What? Child abuse. (laughs) (laughs) But did he die? Oh! (laughs) Did Hagrid die? Did Did Hagrid Hagrid die? die? Because only one of them died at one point. Well, compared
2: to (laughs) the age of Hagrid, compared to Dumbledore, he is a child. And compared to Hagrid's mentality, he is a child compared to Dumbledore. The, the come on, man.
0: Of the two, i uh, I'm with CJ. I think here th- I think Harry Potter is the one that deserves some, some justice here in this situation um, compared to the two. I, I think that Hagrid was looked out for. Well, what do we do when there is a split? I don't
1: know. Let's I th- out. I it's a hung jury and we have a yeah, mistrial. it's a hung jury. A mistrial. <laughs> it's a mistrial.
0: So I think ultimately both these characters probably deserve a little justice. I think Hagrid was. Mm-hmm. That's just me. <laughs> 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 Not wrong. Yeah. That's just, that's just me and my thoughts. Not on right. Um, what do you guys think? What, you, let us know. Let us know in the comments and whatnot, and let us know who you think deserves justice at the end of the day. Neither one of these characters, though, are very marginalized, right? They both
2: have huge. Huge. Well, Hagrid is a half-giant, and as <laughs> CJ already mentioned, they are discriminated <laughs> against throughout the whole wizarding world. It's so. true,
0: but this character's particular, Hagrid. Hagrid so at least
2: we picked someone who is marginalized.
0: <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> Not the boy who lived that everybody Somebody loves should have famous. picked Petunia. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Child abuse. <laughs> he was an abused abused child. This is they true. They
2: fed him, they clothed him.
0: Wow. Very loosely. Yeah. I was walking yeah. with you, and, and then.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> At
2: least they didn't make him walk to the library. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you talked about her. From, yeah, that, I mean, that's just that's kidding. Just that kidding. Okay. So ultimately, um, this is Harry's origin story. This is how he right. begins the story. Um, in the Harry Potter universe, we have his situation with the Nursleys and Vernon and Petunia, and Dudley's kind of just there doing stuff. Um, <laughs> he is he's just there being. <laughs> he is just doing there. Doing stuff. I mean,
1: we forgot the best part for Dudley's story arc. He gets a tail,
0: a pigtail. He gets a pigtail. Pig pig yeah, tail. you know what? That's another thing. That's one thing you were talking about in the, in the breakdown when when Vernon gets 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 up on his high horse. And is like, Hagrid, I've tried to stamp this out of him. Hagrid has the the underserved. Hagrid has the wherewithal to curse the child. <laughs> it so it's child, child abuse all over the place. <laughs> it hit the child yeah, but that's different her. though because he was trying to turn him into an actual abuse
1: pig. Is but he abuse is abuse. No, he was so piggy already that the tail. <laughs> yeah. Was all was, that would come. yeah, that's all he was missing. Yeah, that's Damn. all he. That's what we call. That's animal abuse. That's animal abuse, not child abuse. Animal abuse, Dudley. Okay,
0: so. Um ultimately, this is the beginning of the story. This is where we start our journey with this Harry Potter life. Next we will be covering chapters five through seven on the next episode. It's Harry's like foray into the wizarding world mm-hmm. um I think we both made some pretty good arguments here um I, th- I, th- I still once again think of I course you're gonna think yourself is ever. right even though you are incorrect.
2: Correct. Of course.
1: Obviously, I think I'm, I'm right. You're I just can't believe on our first episode we have our first mistrial. Oh
0: <laughs> yes. Join us next time as we cover episode, uh, chapters five through seven of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Thank you for joining us. Good night. <laughs>